Hey guys, welcome back to the wedding session. I am Tarina. And I'm Kelly. And we are here today to talk about um, your winter wedding. I'm so Tarina. The season. And I'm We're Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, <laughs> Canada. Inspired. This podcast is honest behind the scenes. Uh, it is interesting during the, the summer months. We, uh, With over 15 years experience in the biz, we share the inside the details of what goes on into creating a wedding. Season, we'll interview uh, wedding experts, debate years. topics, and, and then we have a teeny break, and then we get Only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, totally but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding so has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the yeah, wedding session. Uh, we are. We want to give you all the tips and planning your winter wedding and things to think about and what we've kind of taken on over the years and give you our lend you our expertise. I would say, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. As a, as a winter bride myself, uh, <laughs> I can definitely say it's, uh, it's, it's pretty chilly out when you, when you do, when you do a wedding out in, in December, but I think we have some pretty cool, um, some tips and tricks and some things just to kind of think about when you guys are, um, getting married, if you're planning this year or planning next year, um, that hopefully kind of, kind of sets you on the right track. Um, but, um, yeah, we might as well, let's just get right into it. <laughs> yeah, let's just, just jump in. Um, I think I was inspired because in about a couple, a few days, I will have uh, our, one of our pretty large winter weddings, um, Megan and Ian's um, wedding anniversary of one year. So we did that uh, all at the, the permanent, permanent, which is a stunning um, vintage heritage space, I would say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with a stunning glass. It was a bank. Glass. Feeling. yeah it was right? a bank yeah yeah it was a bank yeah that's yeah. right this, and, venue, uh, this venue was so cool I have to interrupt you this venue was so freaking cool if you guys ever get a chance to go to the permanent it's on Pender it was an old bank and they still have the original vault inside so fun fact it is Veronica's Lodge's like address in Riverdale so when they go to the penthouse it's not there but like the front of like there where she lives oh. is yeah. Permanent. So that's like the address that they live. So yeah, that's funny. hilarious. But then inside is actually just a really big space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool spot. Cool spot. Anyway, continue, continue. Yeah. So uh, that wedding was really great because um, it was quite warm inside, but it was freezing mm-hmm. outside. But they got some stunning photos, and it was like very clear out. But there was uh, quite a few challenges that kind of come with winter wedding, as does the summer wedding. But we are here to kind of dive into what those challenges you might face and how you can kind of uh, make sure you're best prepared for them that's a good way to say it yeah there's yeah there's just some things you can't really get around so mm-hmm. if you go in with a bit of a game plan then it just kind of minimizes just how cold you're going to be sorry guys yeah <laughs> PTSD. And, and <laughs> I think I have like a I have this personally when I'm planning uh so a great example is our friend Aileen got married, Aileen Choi mm-hmm. Photography. She got mm-hmm. married at the end of October. That's just when the weather really starts to change here from cold. So we both did a wedding together at the venue she was getting married at. And we were so hot because it was June. So when we're in the venue, we're thinking like, oh, it's going to be like really warm and we can have, um, you know, things outside. But then when Kelly on the day when you ran the wedding, it was like the polar opposite. So it I is- think all of us suppress the cold. We forget like. that it's going to be cold in October, November. It was, it was, yeah. I mean, the end of October is really that sort of that switch, especially on the West coast. We don't Mm -hmm. have, uh, we don't have the, 
we don't really have the same um, seasons the way the rest of Canada does. <laughs> we are our own little bubble out here, guys. <laughs> but we're the one thing I, San Francisco, I would yes, say. well, the thing is, is because we're right by the water and and we have the mountains around us, and so our weather is just a little bit a little bit wonkier compared to the rest of Canada. Anyways, all this to say, basically, um, end of October is usually when that shift happens with the weather. You're absolutely right, and so it went from like really kind of nice and warm to all of a sudden like sweet baby Jesus. It is so friggin' cold out right now. And it was beautiful. Like here's the, here's the thing, you know, it is going to be a cold ass day when you can see the mountains. It is super crisp and clean. You can see everything. There's like no cloud in sight. You're like, God, I can see the whole lower mainland. You're like, Oh man. Okay. Bring the mittens, bring your scarf, bring your, your parkas, like bring all of the things. Cause it is going to be cold outside. And um, it was really cold on their wedding day. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was really cold. So let's, uh, let's just kind of start with the first point is that sure. if you're doing a first look, which of course you will most likely 99% of people that do get married in the winter, mm-hmm. will go with a first look and we'll break that down as to why, is uh, be prepared to have a dirty train. So if your wedding dress remotely comes an inch or lower to the floor, your dress is going to get dirty. Now in the mm-hmm. summertime, your dress gets dirty with little leaves. Maybe some bugs, uh, <laughs> some, you know, twigs, uh, just like summer essence that is kind of around. But in the winter, it's wet here and snowing and raining. So mm-hmm. you're going to get wet. And then if you're wearing your dress and it's silk, the water is going to seep up your dress immediately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're okay with this, then might as well go for it. If you're not, then you need to find a dress that's either smaller or like, mm-hmm. sorry, shorter. Or a train. Or- have a second dress, um, you know, which is not ideal, but maybe that's something you have to consider. Or your first look has to be in inside, but with like lots of really natural light, big bay windows or somewhere that's like covered. So, but just mm-hmm. even the covered, you're still going to be wet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's, um, we have a great story and we can actually link the, um, there's a picture. So uh, our bride, Megan, got her dress was so dirty and, and it was, pretty bad and she and the photographer asked she's like hey is it cool if this happens and and the bride was cool with it she wanted the picture so it wasn't like a surprise so when the bride came in super calm i asked her i was like you're good she's like how much i can do i'm like most brides would be freaking out by now but she was mm-hmm. just i think she was said she was so cold that she couldn't even react <laughs> So um, my team and I, so we have a little secret and we've talked about it on the podcast before is we have a sunlight bar. You can get a pack of three for five bucks. We all have them and they are like, I don't know what they're made of. Magic, I would say. They're made of of magic. Magic in a little tiny bar. So there was like five of us on our hands and knees with this bar and like hot water and we were going at it and it's, and like tied to go pens work great for tiny little thing. I'm talking this dress was probably, it had a big train, like about two, three feet. So it was her whole train and then halfway up her dress because it was silk. So there was no way this tied to go pen was going to do anything. No way. Yeah. Tied to go is only really good. Like we have a photo of us when we were helping Sarah, where it's like a little tiny sploosh of like turmeric on her dress. And I was like, well, this yes. is going to do like a, a lot, but like, yeah, like a little itty bitty, like a dot here and there, but we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Need to the whole dress. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, we're on the ground, like just scrubbing this thing and the, and it's interesting because the sunlight, it's still wet, but the mm-hmm. permanent had this big heater kind of going at the top. So we just stuck her right under the heater and kind of dried mm-hmm. the dress. And when she walked down the aisle, 
you would have never known this thing was as dirty as it was. It was Amazing. like, black. so, uh, we were, we were all in shock. We we're just like, I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> we were shocked. <laughs> so we're like, that Five dollar. Yeah. Like we've used it before, but yeah. that was like the cream of the crop. Like that, that was pretty good. <laughs> I think we ended up having to do that again. We've had to do that a couple of times actually this, this season too. And I think it was like the beginning of the season. Cause I remember, uh, I remember we were swapping roles and so you were like, I can't really bend down very well. And I was like, don't worry, I'll do it. And so I'm down there and I'm like scraping at someone's dress. I'm like, yeah, mud everywhere. Yeah. That's uh this is a hazard. I yes. love the idea of getting the, the, those photos where you get to go out like off the, you know, the beaten path, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like getting those really cool photos, but you're right. That is definitely one of the hazards. And one of the challenges is that if you do decide you want to go out and get those super cool shots and you are absolutely going to get your dress or even your shoes, like mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to interject here for, cause I'm, if you follow the podcast, then you guys probably know that, <laughs> um, Riel and I, we had like our little COVID elopement uh, in, uh, in December of 2020. And I absolutely was in, uh, outside and, uh, my dress got surprisingly, my dress only had a couple little splotches here and there. Um, but you know what it was? It was my shoes, my shoes, my mom, <laughs> bless her heart, sat there over the sink and was gently scrubbing my Kate Spade shoes. Cause they were full of mud, like caked yeah. all the way up, all the way around. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, uh, they're slowly starting to fit a little bit. Um, someone told me actually to put them in the microwave to warm them up, to wear them, which I was like, Oh, that's a cool little trick. Interesting. That's I know. I was like, Oh, sure. I guess I could cook my shoes. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> yes, yeah. Totally. But I thought I, I, uh, yeah, it, it, absolutely. There is always that hazard of for sure getting your, your, your things a little bit dirty guys. It's a lot easier. You're just wearing your shoes and your, I mean, you're not ripping yeah. around in mud. And if your pants are hitting the ground, then they've been tailored incorrectly. So that's another yeah. issue. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. It's um, yeah. a little easier. Uh, so yeah, we can, so that's, that's kind of a tire, but yeah, just mm-hmm. be prepared to get, you know, it's just like anything. Like I was out yesterday um, at the pool and, and I wore like everything incorrectly. I wore like flare jeans with like sandals and a <laughs> like a puffy jacket, which just was like an absorption oh, no and it was like the atmospheric river I'm like what Uh, What am I doing I might as well just stayed in the pool and gone to the truck because I was soaked by the time I got to the truck oh no yeah Yeah, it was really crazy weather yeah it was it was dressed appropriately appropriately. (laughs) exactly you're never cold you're just not not dressed appropriately and this is absolutely an issue if you are outside in your wedding dress and getting your photos done um we'll talk about that we'll talk about that later on side of um of the rain but say um Mm -hmm. another point if you're getting your wedding party photos done and you've Mm -hmm. decided you're going to go outside which is very common because your ceremony and reception is most likely inside Mm -hmm. uh you know ladies get these beautiful little like koi shawls and they look really wonderful in photos but if you really think about it it's just this, like thin layer of like exactly. polyester and wool it does nothing so yeah. what we always suggest is get get the big jackets like the big like minus 30 they look like a sleeping bag with arms jacket <laughs> and <laughs> minutes then you take them off and then you put them back on <laughs> yes yeah yeah that's okay that's okay that's okay you need to you can have like a wagon close by to like put all your stuff or maybe bring like two extra people to like hold your jacket so they can put it back on but like Mm -hmm. don't be a hero don't say like I can survive like it's minus two like you're not just you're not you know right yes Yes, absolutely my friend actually got married a few years ago the end of October as well and she part of our our bridal gift was she actually knit us our shawls 
And it was the sweetest thing. It was so lovely of her. And thank God, because those things worked, okay? It was freezing cold. We were all in our little dresses, and we did the exact same thing where we were um, get your photos done, take your shawl off. Okay. Okay. And then you're done. Okay. Okay. Shawl back on. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's freezing cold. And then Kate shawl back off. Okay. Photos. Yay. Photos. We're all posing. And then shawls back on. Um, when I actually did my elopement, I ended up having, I had a stole. So it was like a little, it was just the notion of some fabric around my shoulders. Let's be real, but it was pretty enough. But if that's something that you guys are thinking of doing is actually having your actual ceremony outside, um, and you don't want to necessarily cover your dress, then a really nice, um, option would be a stool, which is, and you can get them like vegan. <laughs> so it's just yeah. ar- acrylic fur, essentially yeah. a stool for those of you that are not 95 years old is basically like... <laughs> It's basically like a little fur, um, um, uh, like a shawl kind of that kind of just goes around your shoulders. Um, and it's like, imagine like a little circle and it just goes around your shoulders. So it's just something very little light just kind of covers you a little bit. Um, so again, it's just like the notion of warmth, but it's a little bit nicer than wearing a bulky Aritzia puffer down the aisle. Now, (laughs) now I do like the idea again, of course, of making sure that you, yeah, just kind of rotate in between. You want to make sure that you're nice and warm because, uh, taking photos in minus two is not pleasant. You will reach a point. I told this to Aileen, actually. You will reach a point where you cannot feel anything anymore. And then you can go on for more photos. So if yes. you reach that point, maybe it's time to go inside for a little bit of warmth. Or you can just be a hero and try and tough it out. I would not <laughs> encourage you to do that. <laughs> no, and that even um, another side of it is that you could actually just have your attire just work in your favor. So mm-hmm. I was actually at, I can see it right now, is Kensington Prairie Farm where they have alpaca fur. And they, um, yeah, and they actually make- stunning um jackets that are like insanely warm so you could get if you wanted to you could go a little bit modest on your dress but you can maybe like you know spend they're close to six seven hundred dollars for these jackets but they're made of alpaca like pure beautiful um they had this baby alpaca fur that was like the softest thing you've ever touched in your life so mm-hmm. you could get like that jacket and then you could just wear it forever but it would look like absolutely stunning in pictures like you just go mm-hmm. with that white or that cream or that off-white kind of jacket that would just tailor to your overall look and then same with the gents um they can get a wool jacket or they can also get velvet suits uh, mm-hmm. because the velvet also would like insulate, um, you know, their body heat as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but like mm-hmm. a stylish trench coat on both like um, ladies and gents or mm-hmm. they would just look like mm-hmm. really smart. So um, think of that way too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. My uh, a friend of mine, um, she got married in back East in Ottawa and she had, they got married in an ice sculpture. That's sculpture. Cool. Like it's like in the it, computer. In the machine. It was in the machine. No, it was, I don't actually, I'm not sure what it's called, but it was basically like, um, uh, uh, like winter. Okay. So back, so in Ottawa with, with Quebec, they do like this winter loot and it's these giant ice sculptures that they have everywhere. It's really, really cool. So it's part of their like winter experience. Right. Um, and they're able to do that because they have that kind of weather out there. We don't have that out here. We're not cool enough. Uh, the closest thing would be up to Whistler in the, um, the vodka polar rooms, polar vodka, pardon me where everybody wears the jackets and stuff. So she walked down the aisle with this really cool stole. She had gloves on and everything like that. And her husband was waiting for, yeah, it was so perfectly done. It was like, I told her, I was like, Oh my God, I'm in love with your wedding. (laughs) She wore a green dress down the aisle. It was a green velvet. It just looked so cool. So, um, again, these are all things we'll talk about later on, but absolutely don't be afraid to wear a jacket down the aisle. We're going to just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then in terms of accessories, we uh, suggest that you opt out uh, of a veil. I mean, there are some really beautiful veils. You can get a shorter veil or you can Mm -hmm. go with 
accessory. Um, mm-hmm. Metallics look really great in cold weather. So you could go with like a, a metallic accessory mm-hmm. in your hair mm-hmm. versus a veil for sure. So, or yeah. even, or even like a bird cage, which is just a little tiny veil that just goes right over your eyes. It's got like, it's very like 1940s pinup. It's super cute. But that's something if you really wanted to have a veil of a sort, that would actually be really nice little, little add on. And then um, kind of, not the last piece, but another thing you should really bring with you outside are umbrellas and don't Mm -hmm. cheap out on them and don't think you can just get them close by. They're very hard to come by. So you want to find those immediately. Uh, and also your photographer may say they have 20 of them in their arsenal at the beginning of the year by December, they're going to have maybe three. So just order them or always have, or have them available or find somebody Mm -hmm. on Facebook marketplace, you know, early on being like, are you Mm -hmm. selling them? Because you want clear umbrellas because clear umbrellas, uh, don't cast any shadows on your face. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with photographers. So we don't want black ones or colored ones. We want clear so that we can see right through the umbrella Mm -hmm. and they're casting any shadows on anybody so it's doing its job and it's not taking away from your beauty (laughs) it is yeah the cool thing about having a clear umbrellas too is um you don't know when you're looking at your photos and afterwards you don't know it's raining until you see the umbrellas which is very cool thing about photos uh like photography when it comes to like rain outside so um and then of course the other issue of um if you have a uh like a an opaque umbrella versus a transparent one is um, blocking. Like not only is the, is the sunlight or blocking the light an issue and you have these weird shadows all over, it's also like just actively blocking stuff. So if you've got a wedding that ends up happening outside, you've got 50 people all outside. Everybody's got these black and white and yellow and pink and weird looking designs on their umbrellas. And you're like, what the hell kind of mess is this? Um, you don't actually, the photographers won't even really be able to get really good photos of you guys because they can't actually see through the, fo- through the umbrella. So that's why we were like really ringing in hard the clear umbrellas, it actually really does make a difference. Super big difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So moving on from accessories and all the things that you would need, uh, let's talk about um, daylight uh, and how there's none of it in the winter. Uh, <laughs> nope. So it's light now. By the time this podcast is over, it'll be dark. Uh, yep. <laughs> so on average, I think it's light around 830 right now in the morning. That, that? like eight. 30. Yeah. And then it's dark pretty much at four o'clock right on the nail. Mm -hmm. So you really have to think about when you're going to have your photo window, Mm -hmm. Um, which is why we said earlier, a first look is most likely going to happen because unless you're having your ceremony at noon, there's absolutely no way that you can have your photos and your ceremony, like your ceremony first and then your photo second. Mm -hmm. It's just impossible. So, I mean, it's not impossible. It's just uh, your guests are going to be waiting a really long time for you to do your portraits. And um, it's not necessarily something people like to do yeah <laughs> so, yeah absolutely yeah it's um, pretty it's pretty tricky too because also the light changes as well and we do find this even towards like the tail end of uh, of the just the season in general um you know the end of october weddings november weddings um even in september sometimes too depending on what the weather is doing um sometimes the light doesn't necessarily uh change and so if it's really kind of like blah all day you know your sunset photos so to speak usually end up happening before dinner because that's just the best light. Our concern obviously is of course, making sure that you optimize the light as much as possible with your photographer. Cause of course you've forked out a lot for your photographers. So you want to have like the best experience you can, but I mean, what the heck, even yesterday was pitch black all day. Yes. Like it was, it was, we had really, really bad weather. We had what we call atmospheric river 
Yeah. Didn't know thing. Yeah. It was, it was awful. It's so funny. My, my, uh, my old boss, she's like, didn't we used to call that heavy rain before? <laughs> like we did, but we like yeah. to add titles now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we call, call the beach King Tide. And I'm like, I've never heard of this. Like instead of high tide, it's so high. It's the King of it's, high No, tide. it's a King Tide. Okay. Yeah. King Triton, come and King hang out with us. Like, okay. yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I think of when I, when I hear the King Tide, I'm like, so Ariel's coming to hang out. Okay. That's yes. all I care about. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> But yes, daylight is absolutely a thing. And it is, of course, it's an issue when you are uh, when you are having a, a December wedding. And so you have to think about, or at least a winter wedding, because if you're in Australia, it's not December for you guys. Um, you absolutely have to consider what your light is looking like. Yeah. Now, in terms of lighting, um, you don't have daylight. But the bonus of Christmas is, you know, if you're getting married on the side of the planet, is that Christmas is decked out with lights. So there might be opportunity to take photos elsewhere that you might not need daylight. So for example, mm-hmm. our, um, our couple, Alana and Manny, who are also who we work oh, with yeah. very, um, a lot is, um, they did their portraits mm-hmm. because they did want to have their ceremony first and then they wanted to go do portraits and have some fun. So they actually went to the Vancouver Christmas market, which was yes. such a smart idea. So I got, I made sure that the wedding party and them could get in earlier because there's often a lineup to get into the space Mm -hmm. uh, because it is really fun. And then they also wanted photos on the carousel. So basically Mm -hmm. when they got in, they could go on the carousel right away and they got really fun photos. They were like went in the market and got some drinks and stuff. So if like daylight is not really a big thing and in the winter – you know, the daylight could just be gloomy, like you said, but mm-hmm. at least Christmas lights are kind of like you're leaning into the theme. So you mm-hmm. might as well take advantage of that. Or you can find really stunning hotels that have like big bay windows with like mm-hmm. beautiful chandeliers. So you can, you want to find lighting that's going to work for you. If you're like a person that's like, I don't like being cold, then maybe an indoor space for photos is the way totally. to go. <laughs> find some trees inside. Honestly, yes. any of the hotels, if you're like downtown, for example, and if you're at one of the, you know, at one venue, check out what some of the other hotels are like. Any of the Fairmonts usually have a beautiful display. Um, they usually yeah. have like a lot of space that you can go check out at least. I know the Fairmont, um, the Fairmont Vancouver, Mont Vancouver, uh, they have a really beautiful display. Yeah, I know. I'm like, there's, there's the, there's a few Fairmonts. The Hotel Vancouver is the haunted one with the red Yes. Uh, yes. Dress. The one in the middle. Yes. Yeah. It's it's more vintage looking one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it has a Louis Vuitton and the dogs that work there get Louis Vuitton collars, which is pretty cool. (laughs) They do. Yes. The mascots. You get to walk them. I'm just saying Hotel Vancouver is a very cool place to go check out. It is very cool. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So yeah, you want to just consider. uh, And then also if you really like wanting those sunset photos, like you just might not get them, but you do have to chalk in at least 20 minutes before it goes dark in your Mm -hmm. city, wherever that may be. So if the photographer is like, Hey, like, let's go get some photos right now. You have to have that flexibility. So Mm -hmm. I had an issue with, um, my ceremony started at three 30, which is just like right in the window of that sunset. So we either had to say like, look, sunsets are probably not going to happen. And it worked out fine because, uh, there just was no sun to set. Like there was no Amber oh, there you go. Light looking yeah. for, it was like the same light at 10 as it was at two. So it didn't <laughs> matter. Um, but we said, we're like, look, if, it, if like by the miracle that this sunset showed up, then we would just, um, like mm-hmm. just run out and just delay the ceremony mm-hmm. by 10 minutes because the guests weren't going anywhere. We had to mm-hmm. flip the room. We're like, go upstairs and eat 10 minutes is going to make a big difference. So mm-hmm. that was kind of our plan. But yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing to think about, and uh, this is close to our heart, is uh, heartier choices on your menu. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying, when you're cold, the last thing you want is carrot sticks. You want 
hot apple <laughs> cider. A cold salad. Salad. Bar. Would you like a cold salad? No, yeah. you want like like hot apple cider at the bar, yeah. hot toddies at the bar. You hot want comfort food. You want a chocolate. Oh my, oh my goodness. You could do like hot chocolate stations where you got like marshmallows everywhere. Oh, so good. Sprinkles. Yes. I love all that stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but the and then and then of course think of food. Like you're wanting like listen, you've been burning a hell of a lot of calories trying to stay warm. You are freezing cold. You want something that is going to sit in your ribs, okay? You want you want if you are a meat eater, you want beef. Yeah. You want yeah. Beef, short all the beef rib. in the world. Short, short, rib. short rib, so good, so good. Yeah. Ham, if you guys eat pork, um, mashed potatoes, anything sure. that's gonna, yeah, anything that's gonna really kind of like warm you up inside. That's really kind of what we're saying is like you want to have nice, nice, you know, warm stuff for sure. Yeah. Sticky toffee pudding for dessert. Oh, gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so or good. even like soup to start instead of a salad. Like, yep. you know, you could really kind of lean into it. You want to, like, it's cold outside, so you want to warm it up. So, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You can do that with lighting with scent with foods you can do all these things to make sure that people feel like oh it's a winter wedding but i'm like cozy and i'm comfortable yes. because overall yep. want to have you want to give them a great guest experience and give yourself a good experience and then to the flip side of that if you're doing wedding photos outside make yes. sure to have like a carafe of coffee following you around yes. or you know like everybody can get hot a tea from and hot chocolate from you know the drive through at tim hortons like make a stop or have like uber eats deliver it to you mm-hmm. uh, and then make sure to have snacks because when we're cold we need to constantly fuel our bodies so mm-hmm. it, it might not be hot snacks but at least it's like food in the body mm-hmm. <laughs> just so mm-hmm. you're not freezing. oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we always um, say to eat, we always say to eat but we really say to eat in the winter time <laughs> Yeah, totally. We're building our winter coats, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we're like bears. Uh, and then we did a wedding uh, in October. Kelly did a little bit of the decor on it um, when she was like a million weeks pregnant. <laughs> um, so, but they had a Ukrainian buffet and it was so good. So it was like pierogies, kielbasa sausage, sauerkraut. It was like all the things and it was so hearty and people were loving it. It did... People were a little sleepy for about half an hour, but then they were good to dance. <laughs> but it made people feel like cozy inside because yes. it was quite cold out that day. So it was a great um, way to kind of show guests that like, mm-hmm. hey, like I, we care about you. So mm-hmm. here is That's your, awesome. here's your pierogies. And Shannon yeah. and I had like, mm, like a lot each. So. I know. Shannon was like, I absolutely went back and had a second round of pierogies. She's like, they're just so good. Pierogies yeah. are so good. And they're so hard to make. I had to make some for my friends. My friend, when she was got, getting married to her husband, he his background is Ukrainian. And she's like, I'm going to make some pierogies so I can show off to grandma. I was like, we are not Ukrainian. I've never <laughs> made pierogies before. And do you know how hard pierogies are to make? Sweet they are very hard to make. They are so difficult. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so when you have an opportunity to have them pre-made and they're sitting in front of you with sour cream and bacon bits, oh, man, just eat them. Eat them just, all. Just make just the pierogies in your mouth and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> kiss, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Other things to think about is that in the summertime, we don't necessarily wear jackets because we're f- warmed by the weather and mm-hmm. all the booze we're about to consume. So <laughs> you need to make sure that the space that you are having your wedding in has coat racks or a space to put coats because nothing is worse than you spending money on like a $13 chair and then someone's big old ugly ass parka is just put on it like and people like it's wet and it's cold and it's got snow on it so you really think people like in nice outfits want to go to their table and put their 
their, you know, bulky wet jacket on like mm-hmm. behind them. They don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that there is a space that guests can put their jackets and te- like even their boots. Like maybe they want to have a boot check too, or like mm-hmm. their umbrellas, like, and it's going to be a wet slippery mess. So make sure you have lots of like an area that can take that, whether mm-hmm. it has like a carpet or maybe like mats that can kind of um, absorb kind of the water. If you're having a venue. So um, I work, we work at a venue called um, the pipe shop quite a bit, stunning space over 450 guests can fit in it seated. The problem is it has no, it has nothing. It's a wall. It's a, sorry. It's a roof, four walls mm-hmm. and the floor. that's it. That's all I got. So and toilets. To, yeah. And to, oh, they have bathrooms now. <laughs> Uh, so with that, you have to really, you have to rent coat racks and you have to rent, um, hangers and mats so that you have a station for guests to put all their crap, mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. They want to have a nice time, but they don't want to be like constantly moving their wet jacket on the floor. <laughs> so. Absolutely. And, and I honestly say like, please, for the love of God, use those coat racks because mm-hmm. if you come to your seat and you're like, where are all my things? Why is it on the floor underneath my chair? Because the photographer hasn't come by yet and they want to get a room shot and they don't need your stinky ass so wet jacket that's been sitting on the top of the chair. No, 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 no. They spent a lot of money to make this room look beautiful. They want to get some room shots beforehand. And it drives me crazy when some people are just like, I'll just put my coat here. I'm like, this is your spot. No one's going to take your spot. It's got a name (laughs) card. So don't worry. It's yours. (laughs) So I'm just going to put your coat like underneath the table, underneath your chair. So then that way you can get some really nice photos and then you can take it up after. I don't know why. Yeah, some people just are not uh, not into the coat racks, and that's fine. That's fine. Well, yeah, no, and uh, it's our and, cross to bear. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about Vancouver is uh, we have a skew of jackets. Like, uh, <laughs> like fashion is not our priority. It's been noted around the world that Vancouverites don't really have a fashion sense, but it's like, uh, and personally, me too. I would rather be warm than uh freezing and I don't care what I look like and a great example was we did a wedding uh in Granville Island and uh, me Lola and Shannon and and all the wedding guests were leaving the venue and it was minus it was minus four it was cold it was on Granville Island it was near the water and uh, I'm in this huge upper jacket because I was like there's no way I'm loading a truck freezing and like half the guests come outside like shivering and they're like oh you look warm I'm like I know I may look ridiculous in this blue and orange (laughs) like life jacket looking thing but I'm not shivering (laughs) I was gonna say I feel like west coast is very like like athleisure chic and so we're all very um we're not we're just very casual we're very relaxed out here and that was such a huge thing I noticed when I did out west from back east like wow everybody's just everyone's in jeans and lululemon is jeans like dressing up as jeans and heels like guys okay we could probably do a little bit better than this (laughs) um yeah i just uh and even like our jackets too yeah you're right there's a lot of uh there are some nice stuff but there is definitely a lot of more like like everyone's doing trail runs this weekend and so we're gonna wear a trail jacket or (laughs) (laughs) because it's insulated it's warm like i get i get it i understand but also (laughs) Is it the nicest jacket you could have worn today? Probably not. Okay, so the next thing to think about is your decor. And of course, uh, the season is the most popular colors, of course, are red or green and gold. Um, Blue, silver, those are all the other things too. So when you are coming up with your decor, um, 
sort of keep that in mind a little bit. There's a lot of different ways that you can go with your holiday decor or your wedding decor. You can either like, I don't want to have any holiday at all. And it can be something totally obscure, or you could really kind of lean into a little bit. You could do like a winter wonderland where you've got like white textures, which we actually had a wedding a few years ago. She did that. And it was so beautiful. It was white on white. And she just used textures as a way to kind of differentiate stuff. So it was really, really cool. Very elegant candles everywhere. So beautiful. Uh, Two weeks prior to that wedding, we had another bride and groom that went absolutely crazy on the Christmas. She went, she was like, Christmas barfed in this room. Like it was, <laughs> it was, she had, I mean, she had truffle stations everywhere. She had little tiny like cakes for her favors. She just, it was, she went absolutely crazy and her decor was absolutely stunning. And it was red, green, and black mm-hmm. accents. It was so elegant. It was so modern and just so cool. Um, but she went red. She went hard on the red. <laughs> Even a wedding after that we all did together. Um, her bra- her friend who was the bride did a whole gingerbread station. And yes. every year I still see the pictures pop up because they're so pretty. But it's like so beautiful. Like when she she did like a gingerbread village with gingerbread mm-hmm. cookies, and mm-hmm. it just oh, like you could smell the picture oh. when you look at it. <laughs> we should have the blog. So we'll link it in the bio. Um, it's Ashley's wedding. Ashley and Graham's wedding. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, very yeah. Christmas like with the gingerbread and, oh, it was just and the trees do you remember how they had trees too so we actually brought in a whole bunch of christmas trees for actually both those weddings uh mm-hmm. which was just such a really great way to really like bring in the vibes of like okay this is a warm cozy christmas wedding um and they just they totally ran with it so yeah. um and on that note too is if you are working with a bit of a tighter budget when it does come to your decor, but you really like the idea of that like christmas theme maybe mm-hmm. try and find a venue that already includes a lot of decor like christmas decor as is. So like a lot of the hotels, for example, they will include a little bit of um, their own seasonal decor because they've just decorated the hotel or golf mm-hmm. courses, for example, are also fairly good at, at um, providing, uh, you know, that sort of that holiday vibe, that holiday theme already. So all you have to do is just maybe add in a few other details just to kind of make it personal and make it your own wedding. It's a really yeah. great way for you also just to kind of save a little bit of bang for, you know, get a little bang for your buck. I was like, yeah, to say like- sometimes to a space that already like is decorated in Christmas yeah. and then be like, I don't want Christmas in here. Like, well then pick literally any other go anywhere else in the world. Ex- right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that goes, that goes across the board with like any kind of decor though. Cause if you're looking at doing um, any kind of decor, you find a space that you like and you're like, I want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars of completely revamping it. Or I could go to that venue over there that has exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Then like, okay. So, and then you're complaining about the cost. Well guys, like use your brain, figure out mm-hmm. like, you got two options and you're choosing the sillier option. So I have no, I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> Mom voice there. Silly. Say stupid anymore. Right. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. And so yeah, definitely like lean into the decor mm-hmm. or you know, go the other way with it. Um, like mm-hmm. an all white. I love that idea. Or mm-hmm. metallics are really popular at Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And like we said, like have a lot of lighting, a lot of candles, a lot of twinkly mm-hmm. lights, a lot of over string lights warmth is what you want so yeah absolutely uh, another thing to consider is um bump up your timeline like there is no such thing as an early like there's no people aren't going to complain that the dinner is early okay like if it's yeah. five o'clock like people are pretty content and then start your your dancing like closer to eight o'clock because um it's dark anyway people don't really know the time so like yeah. lean into that time frame like don't wait till seven or eight o'clock to have dinner people are hungry at four they're usually eating mm-hmm. at five at night they're not uh, you know, in the summertime, you have barbecues at seven or eight after having a couple beers. That's not the case in the winter. We want food. And then, but what is great about that on the other end is that people will actually eat your late night snack because late night snack is often 
forgotten in the summer because people are hot and sweaty. They're filled with gin and they just want to dance. They just want to like feel it out. They don't want to fill their bellies with like pizza and fries right. but they do in the wintertime because they're they cool. Do. Yeah. Well, and it also comes down to the timeline too. Because if you think about it, in the summertime, you usually have your timeline starts a little bit later in the day. Mm-hmm. In the wintertime, what we're suggesting is having your time, having starting your dinner earlier on. So people have also digested their food. The last thing you want is when you're like, oh my God, I just like ate 15 plates at the buffet and then I had dessert and oh wait, there's, there's more food. Oh my God. You're like, I'm going to explode. You're not going to be able to enjoy yourself. You're rolling out of there, literally rolling out of there. My tummy hurts, (laughs) literally rolling out of there. So it's actually kind of works out maybe in your favor. If you really wanted to do like a really fun late night snack, something warm, like poutine, I'm just putting it out there. It's always a fan favorite. Definitely. Um, I always find it really diff- yeah. I always find it really difficult to explain poutine to people unless you're Canadian. You just don't really yes, get don't the whole <laughs> yeah. gravy cheese curd fries thing, but it is so good. <laughs> it's good, yeah. So good, yeah. So good, so fatty, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, kind of the last thing is um, transportation. So this is kind of the time in wedding planning that you do not cheap out on the transportation. Uh, don't rely on people. Like say you have a wedding party at 10. Oh, three cars are going to get us here and there. Well, maybe the Honda Civics and, you know, the <laughs> like the Toyota Yaris's are not going to get through the snow, right? Mm-hmm. You need people with mm-hmm. SUVs and trucks and those mm-hmm. are pretty rare to come by. So we suggest just having a limo that maybe like the SUV limos that can take the um, all the people also the limo can remain warm so if you're going off site traveling to mm-hmm. take photos elsewhere the limo can be your kind of hub inside so people can warm up in between photos so mm-hmm. this is the time to like you know rely on everybody else's cars this is the time that you do need to either rent a car that can get through the snow and that can mm-hmm. take everybody or get a limo that can accommodate these driving exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 for sure my poor little whip does not like the snow it can't get yeah. anywhere and I live on the top of a hill, so like me getting anywhere in my car is just not no bueno. And don't ask me about whether I have winter tires or not, because listen, people in Vancouver do not have winter tires. And if we do, it's because we live above the snow line. Okay, so things to think about. <laughs> Number one, it could be raining, it could be snowing, it could be mushy out, or it could be muddy out. Who the heck knows? Because the weather is just going to do its thing. So if you decide you want to do something, uh, a duo, have your wedding ceremony outside, for example, just just be aware, Mother Nature, she's just going to do what she does and just embrace it. We live on the West Coast. We have some really incredible weather. We are very lucky with the weather that we do have. So um, so yeah, just just embrace the uh, embrace what you end up getting. It could be it could be worse. <laughs> I don't know how, but it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, little things that you can also keep on you is you can get little hand warmers. Um, they get them from the dollar store. They're really simple and easy. Um, and then people can just keep them in their pockets. And then when they're cold, just stick their hands in their pockets and warm up. Um, Sarah was actually my friend, my best friend. She was telling me um, when she goes trail riding in the winter, her toes get really, really cold. And, that, and that's pretty normal when you're riding for two, three hours. And uh, so she bought heated socks off Amazon with a little battery. And she's like, they totally work. So if you're like one of these people that have really cold feet, you should 100% get these little heated socks. And then when you're moving around, you're okay. Because we find that like, and, and I think people can kind of attest to this is that when your feet are cold, you are just shutting down. Like you are yes. just um, you miserable when you're yes. wet and cold. So if you can uh, prevent your feet from getting wet and cold, but like your shoulders are like kind of bare, then that might be the compromise that your body is like, I think we're cool with this. 
Absolutely. Yeah. When you're in heels and your feet are freezing cold and your big toe starts to go like a little bit numb and you're just like, I'm embracing all of the love. It's great. I'm having the best time of my life. Like <laughs> so happy right now. So, so happy right now. <laughs> so happy. Yes. Now. Okay. And on that note, something to stand on. If you decide that you would like to have an outdoor ceremony in the winter, I, we highly encourage you to have something to stand on because as I mentioned above, it could be raining, it could be snowing, it could be mush, who the hell knows what's going on outside. If you have like a little tiny, like a little piece of plywood or just like something that's flat that you can walk up to and stand on so that you're not suddenly like sinking with your heels into the mud, um, it would be very helpful to have. It was a game changer. I think for both of us, we both used something like that and it was incredibly helpful. One last thing you have to worry about when you're trying to like Make sure you don't drop the ring into the mud. <laughs> You're putting your ring on the finger. Yeah. Or uneven ground. You're just like, okay, mm-hmm. where, where are my feet going? I'm sinking. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, lastly is like if you are having your ceremony outside or you're having components of your wedding outside, just be sure that your guests really know what's going on. So mm-hmm. we're talking about the older guests really. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the younger people will complain as well, but not as much as your grandparents. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that they fully understand what's going on or um, – mm-hmm find alternatives that would make them happier make sure that they have like chairs with blankets on them make sure you bring in patio heaters if you really want to have that snowy you know winter wedding but then be also mindful that the patio heaters might melt the snow around you so it's just a a game of balance balance. exactly exactly we need to be like i think it's sweden where they have heaters built into the ground so like Mm -hmm. on the pathways and stuff so even though it's snowing outside the pathways are completely clear it's fabulous Love it's it. game love I love it. I love it. I love it. But yes, you're right. Absolutely. Letting, letting folks know because you don't need to hear from your aunts and uncles about how cool they are for the next 15 years. Forever. Forever. <laughs> forever and ever. It was so cold. <laughs> Preface them, explain to them, you know, in a kind way, being like, this is what I want. How can I make you comfortable? You know, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, I would say immediate grandparents, sure. But like, you know, mm-hmm. the rest, they can figure it out. They got yeah. their own kids. <laughs> Tell your, you know, my, uh, my cousin and I, when we're trying to figure out stuff with grandparents, because like our parents are getting like a little older to deal with them, Mm -hmm. we deal with it. So we're Mm -hmm. like, so we'll text each other just to like solidify this. So maybe, maybe text your cousins and your sisters and your brothers and be like, Hey, like we need to make this work. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you let the young people take over. It's a team effort. Team effort. Totally. Okay. So that's, um, we hope you are inspired. Uh, I would say look on the blogs. I'm not sure how many, oh, we do have one winter wedding on the blog, but we do have quite a few in our, um, portfolio. So we will be sure to link more wedding, winter weddings once we've um, kind of got them up on the updated website. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, until next time we're going to have more topics for you. Mm -hmm. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.